you're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. I am back. Rudrance for Black and White Sports 2. Let's talk about Deshaun Watson, and we're going to talk about C.J. Stroud. As we know, C.J. is taking a, it looks like maybe having a slide in this draft, and we're going to touch more more in-depth on this S2 cognition score because it was a dumpster fire. It was awful. It was one of the worst scores ever. And we'll talk about how that is perceived in the league. Not to mention, and we've talked about it, we talked about it the other day, really and truly, when it comes to the Texans and that second pick, that Deshaun Watson, that C.J. Stroud having the same agent, I truly believe that's a thing. They believe there's a potential future mess there because of what happened with Deshaun Watson and him being disgruntled so they just don't want to touch it. Now, nobody knows how Deshaun Watson is truly going to do this upcoming season. He did not look great last year. And I think there is a feeling that the Browns might want to get out of that deal after this season is over. Okay, because it is the worst contract, arguably, in all of sports, not the NFL, all of it. I mean, five years, 230 mil, fully guaranteed. The guy sit out a ton of time and playing NFL quarterbacks, not easy. And sitting out that many games, you set out what? 27 games. Are we sure it's going to come back? Because he didn't look good last year. Okay, and because of that, the Browns are going to be looking at quarterbacks in this draft. And I don't blame them one bit. So let's talk about that, and then we'll get to uh, C.J. Stroud's score. By the way, before we get into the proverbial and the lazy, this is going to be about race comment section. Look. Bryce Young, a black quarterback, is going to be the number one overall pick. Anthony Richardson could very well be elevated one to two to three rounds higher than he probably should be. He is a black quarterback. We've got to stop with the laziness. I mean, there is laziness all through that Antonio Brown uh, comment section. I must be a racist because he glared at a security guard like he wanted to knock him out. Stop it. Um, So, anyway, I wanted to touch on that because you can't do a Deshaun Watson or a C.J. Stroud video without race being brought up, right? Snorefest, right? So, anyway, uh, also, make sure you check us out on podcasts. Subscribe there. Like, comment. You know the drill, guys. All right. This is uh, Heavy.com. The Browns have spent some of their pre-draft visits checking out the quarterback class and general manager Andrew Barry stressed the importance of knowing what's out there. There's two of these guys I like a lot. Jake Hayner, Dorian Thompson-Robinson. I got to tell you, I think the Niners are going to be looking at Jake Hayner. I think they're going to be looking at Dorian Thompson-Robinson as well. 
Browns have hosted three quarterbacks for visits. Jake Hayner, Dorian Thompson-Robinson, and Clayton Toon. The visits were interesting because of Cleveland's current quarterback composition. They have Deshaun Watson as their unquestioned starter and brought back Joshua Dobbs to be his backup. The question mark would be Kellen Mond. (laughs) Hey, Chris Sims, you didn't get that one right, man. Who was picked up off waivers last season and is seen as a developmental prospect. I never understood. And you better remember this, Anthony Richardson, folks. I did not think Kellen Mond was an NFL prospect. You better be careful. He didn't suit up for a game last season and has very limited experience and has been, was selected in the third round by the Minnesota Vikings in 2021. If the Browns were to select a quarterback in the latter rounds, his spot would be in question going forward. Barry said the Browns are just doing their due diligence, they should, on players who might fall to them and extracting information. Quote, 30 visits in general, it's about accumulating more information, Barry said in his pre-draft press conference on April 2nd. So I think that teams use them different in different ways for us. We think through what usually ends up being about 125 guys on the board. We just want to make sure we have everything on all the guys because you just don't know what the possibilities are going to be. That individual falls to you. I think Robinson is gone before um, they would be willing to draft a quarterback. But one of those other ones, maybe. Barry made the very clear importance he puts the quarterback position and added the competition, even if it's for spots further back on the Jeff depth chart. By the way, Joshua Dobbs flashed last year for the uh, Titans. Kind of odd. Kind of odd they let him out. Certainly with quarterbacks, we'd like to spend a lot of time with them. We try and do that appropriately over the course of the spring in different venues, Barry said. About adding to the room, it's the most important position in sports and no different than adding depth and competition at receiver or D-line or corner or linebacker or offensive line. We're going to do the same thing at quarterback. The Browns have been in quarterback purgatory for decades, looking to find their franchise guy. They made a massive investment trading for Watson last offseason and are hopeful he can be a franchise pillar going forward. Quote, we've seen him obviously in practice in game settings. We've seen his talent. We've seen his ability, but it's an adjustment period. Yikes. That's bad to have to say about a quarterback that's already been in the league like five, six years. And we really, we feel really good about him getting a full spring, full summer, and perhaps a more normal start to the regular season, boating well for the team. Watson is coming off a subpar debut with the Browns, although there were many reasons he didn't look like his old self. He was adjusting to a new playbook and situation while knocking off significant rust after 700 days away from football. Watson has heard the chatter about his play and future, but is not focused on it. Quote, it's their opinions. Well, it's our opinions, but it's your play on the field that's brought up the question marks. Let's make no mistake. I know who I am. This organization knows who I am, and the guys that I play with know who I am. Watson said on April 18th, everyone has their own opinions, 
what they want to say or how they want to just the fact of last year. At the end of the day, I have an opportunity to go out there and prove what I need to prove in 2023. That's what I'm focused on. I'm not focused on anybody else and what they have to say. He completed 58% of his passes for 1,100 yards, seven TDs, and five interceptions per pro football reference. The Browns went 3-3 three and three with Watson at the helm. And there were fans in, in, in Cleveland that wanted Jacoby Brissett to keep that job. I just thought I'd throw that out. Al kick. Let's get to this cognition test. The S2 cognition test used by over a dozen NFL teams to test how quickly players see, think, and react to in-game situations has grown in prominence and consequence since its inception some eight years ago. And right now, it is seemingly destroying C.J. Stroud. Multiple sources during the current draft cycle had pulled back the curtain on some S2 scores. These always leak out. Wonderlick scores always leak out. But I can tell you, there's a lot more stock being put in this, I think, over even the Wonderlick. Everyone seems to know former Alabama quarterback Bryce Young scored high on the latest round, joining some past test valedictorians as Josh Allen, Brock Purdy, and Patrick Mahomes. Young scored at 98 out of 100. Jay Kaner, 96%. Will Levis, 93. Jaron Hall, 93. Clayton Toon, 84. Anthony Richardson, 79. That's pretty good, Anthony. Hendon Hooker, who I'm a big fan of, 46. That's disappointing. It is. C.J. Stroud, 18. Okay, now the media is trying to spin this in a positive direction, saying, oh, well, the creator of the test said just take the scores with a grain of salt. But he didn't come out and say the scores were false. Or that's what he probably would have came out and actually said. They're false. He did not say that. Stroud is apparently trailing the pack. C.J. Stroud's draft value has dropped, and that might explain why he is suddenly not as highly valued to the point that the quarterback-needy Houston Texans might not take him at two, even though a month ago some draft analysts and Las Vegas odds had him as the likely number one overall pick. Quote, I think sometimes everybody gets taken with and ran with on the media side of things, and it could be simply that the Texans are the team we've long anticipated would take him, and it might be that the Texans just don't feel he's a great fit for them, said Daniel Jeremiah of NFL Network Draft. So who is to say that it doesn't mean they trade that pick and somebody comes up and takes him that is somebody comes up to three and takes him or the Colts take him at four? By the way, Will Levis has moved up to the second, uh, the the betting favorite to be the second quarterback off the board now. Yeah, yeah, that's that's how big of a drop, and many are anticipating the Colts will take Levis at four. Think about that. I don't know that it's this narrative that is dropping like a rock as much as it is. It seems to be out there that they're not in lockstep, unanimous, ununanimous support of C.J. Stroud inside one building in Houston. 
That's basically, I think, what everybody is getting. What everyone is also getting is that the S2 test has made Stroud seem like a quarterback who will struggle to process. A quarterback who still struggles to recognize and react to game situations. A quarterback who, in short, is likely to be considered a bust. Now, uh, there's something that should be noted in this, and, and we won't we won't go any further with that, but what I can tell you the biggest takeaway was the biggest takeaway was that no quarterback that has ever scored in that range has ever not busted. They've all been a bust. Every single one of them. That doesn't mean some outlier quarterbacks that scored high made it. They didn't either. But the fact is, the ones that scored higher had a very much greater chance of becoming a success, and the ones that scored low, none of them made it in the history of the draft, in the history of this test. And teams saw that score, and they noticed it. They were like, oh, shit, this is a flashing red flag for an NFL bust, a score this low. No score low like this has ever translated into a winning draft pick at quarterback. Think about that. I mean, look, that's <laughs> that's frightening that none of them have ever worked out. I mean, if I'm an NFL team, and there's rumors out there that there are NFL teams that got his score back, and these are rumors, but they removed Stroud off their board altogether. Think about that a minute. So, tell me what you think. The Browns, are they thinking about the future? Not to mention, you signed a quarterback in, in Dobbs that might spotty start if he has to he flashed some potential finally last year uh but uh it's interesting could they look to get out of that contract at the end of this season if they draft one of these quarterbacks in the second or third round which is about where those guys are going to go that will get interesting in cleveland peace i'm out till next time thanks for watching the show be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports.